This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, Bogart's still on assignment, but I'm here with a special guest. Okay, I don't want to say too much here. Glenn's back for a day, at least a day. He says he has to give some of the knowledge he's learned in the time he's been off, or he's here to learn from me. One of these two things are happening. We're not sure. we got a great show today. We're going to be talking about Glenn's shop. We're going to be talking about uh, the $2.6 million comic book. We're going to be talking about your kids, gold, and silver. We're also, i got a story that you're not going to believe. I almost wanted to advertise this week that the unbelievable story was coming up this weekend. We might talk about Hudson's Bay blankets and Christmas ornaments. I did talk about them. Everything I said was true. I probably said it too fast but there's going to be stuff on that as well. And, of course, I have to give the phone numbers. Because it is a call-in show. Wait a minute. I've been talking so long, and Glenn has not anything to say. But I'm going to give the phone numbers, because I don't know if Glenn can... No, because you have them right in front of you. Yeah, okay, they're right there. Anyone can do it. 416-360-0740. You're calling out of Okay, what's the other one? one 740 Oh, I knew he wanted to say something. Yeah. So we have a great show. What else you got? Oh, I'm going to give the list. I got my old list. Is everything still intact? Oh, yeah. We got everything. I've been in quarantine up at the North Pole. I just got back. That's why I'm dressed like Santa now. I okay. can be Santa's helper. Wishing everyone a Merry Christmas out there. Oh, wait, wait. We have to do that. Can I wish a Merry Christmas? No, you can't. Okay. So anyways, we're looking for all sports-related items. Uh, music, rock. I bought a ton of stuff in the last couple of weeks. Rock and roll, still, it's actually stronger than sports now. Sports has started to come off a bit. Gold, silver, coins, paper currency, vintage toys, comics. Paul's got to talk about comics later. Watches, jewelry, old clocks. I just bought a, a beautiful gold uh, pocket watch, and Paul's informed me I lost money on it. I should have talked to him before I bought it. Vintage purses, other women's accessories, perfume bottles, vintage clothing. Circus, Carnival, Arcade, Amusement Park items, Vintage, China, Dishes, Tea Service, Royal Daltons, and other figures. I just gave Paul two beautiful books on Royal Daltons. Can be up all day reading Oh, those. wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to give them away. Okay. To a listener. Oh, and you're going to take all the credit. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hollywood, political, military memorabilia, old books, maps, documents, calendars, scrapbooks, postcards, stock certificates, old photographs are still hot, vintage beer, wine, liquor, tray signs, ashtrays, Automobile collectibles, manuals, brochures, Canadian tire stuff, gas station items, art, print, any other antiquities, vintage hunting, fishing, outdoor items, autographs of all kinds, and you still do garden homes? Yes. Okay. My favorite thing, garden homes, yes. Now, we have a grand, we're on 740 AM and 96.7 FM. That's the other one? Okay. Or you can podcast. Live stream us. You can podcast live. Well, the podcast comes later in the week, but they can live stream us right now on the... Boomer, Zoomer Radio. AM 740? Yeah. 
or you're listening. Zoomerradio.ca. We don't have to tell you where to go if you're already listening. But we have a show today, and we're going to be talking a couple things. Uh, one, our store is opening tomorrow. We're not open ready yet, but we got a lot of people in. we got Christmas decorations at really good prices, a large selection of silver plate furniture. But now we're open tomorrow. You can bring your gold. You can bring your silver cards. They ain't even fit in an envelope. I can't take furniture yet. We're still arranging the floor with furniture. It looks good, and we got the first 80% done, but we can't take furniture in. And you have to make an appointment. Just call me. That's a fancy way for making an appointment. Call me. Ask me if I'm there. Ask me if you can come down. I'm going to ask you what you have. We'll have a conversation right there. What number do they call you on? 905. I was going to give that. No, you know. 737-4653. We're at 5 St. Regis Crescent North Unit 4. Lots of free parking. We got things well, that's the old number I used to use for you. Is it gone? You use a 905 number now? Well, it's the same number as was before. I had a 360. Oh, or what number did I that's have for you? No, I had, um, I had a different number for you, a 416 number. No, you didn't. We don't have I'm going to look that up. Are you sure? He'll be busy for the next 10 minutes. Okay. On, um, we have things. You got a friend, you got a guy in your family, you got to get a special raptor. We have those little raptor pop-ups, pops, the little raptor mascot that's exclusive to Canada. We have team sets. Glenn's got all sorts of raptors. You guys want a special signed item for the raptors? We have I've got the league. championship plaque they gave them for winning the NBA championship. People say, why don't the Raptors have that? Yeah, why don't they? They don't want it. I got it. Aren't you worried about getting uh, put in jail for this? I already showed it to the CEO. He goes, yeah, yeah, I, I knew those went out. So anyways, <laughs> we got it. It's a great, I had two. They made yeah. it for the two senior officers, and uh, one I already sold to a private collector. I still have one. That's amazing. It's beautiful. It's done on like granite, all etched in. Okay. MBA champs. Actually, what it, it probably is. What's that worth? Well, we put up at 1000 It could be worth 10000 $1,000? So what happened was that, and, and this is likely the scenario, because I had this happen with the Blue Jays, because yeah. I got rings from the Blue Jays, yeah. but they were the samples. So these are samples of the plaque that they brought in. They're beautiful. Yeah. And one guy even told me, he said he wished they'd kept that plaque instead of the one they kept. So when the guys come in to pitch it, they bring in a couple of different types. Yeah. These are the samples. So they're very rare. I mean, it's one or two. And I know the guy who has the other one, because I sold it to him. Okay, but, okay. Uh, well, then, I, I just learned something. We, yeah, we got lots of Raptors stuff. Sure. I'm officially smarter than I start off the day with, which is what I try and aim up with every day. I like to be smarter at the end of the day and richer, either personally or with money mainly. Okay, we're going to be talking about the price of gold and silver. Now, I got, I know we're going to get to Rick in a while, but I've got to say this because this is Christmas time. People are important. Stuff is not. But when your kids come over, they're going to say, your gold and silver. You see, you know, they'll think that mom and pop and granddad and grandpa, grandmother haven't got a clue what to do with their gold and silver. That's my home. That's my cell number. And they're going to be known. They can't believe it. You're going to say to them, do you know what the price of a gram of 10 carat gold is? And they're going to say, I don't know. And you're going to say, I listen to Paul, and Paul every weekend tells me what my gold and silver is worth. So I still get calls from when I was on the show. What was that, eight years ago? Yeah, no. People still call me, and they go, do you have the gold? I said, wrong number. Here, call this number. Okay. So I give them that number, not a 905 number. I should give them that number? That's my cell number. 
Well, that's what you want. want or what? No, no, what that one. You don't care. I don't care. Okay. What's the other one? The store number? What's that? Some guy. Some the other one? one? The store number? Yeah. Well, why would you give the store number? You want to be on at seven twenty-four, like I am. You never not answer calls all the time. Yes, I have a lot. People on board and stuff is not okay. But we're going to give them the price of gold, and so we're going to be able to say gold. Ten karat gold is twenty-six eleven. Fourteen karat gold is thirty-six fifty. You're going to be able to say this to them with conviction because all they think is that. Oh, I know where to sell that. I'll go to that guy who advertises on TV, and he'll give me less money. And they won't know what a gram Ooh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they won't know what a gram is. They're not going to know what your 10 karat gold is. They don't is. care what it is. They just want to give you 10% on the dollar and yeah. walk away. No, but the kids won't know. And this is why you're going to say, no. Half um, people don't even know when it's gold. Yeah. No, that's part of it right there. When we're talking about this, Glenn brought in this watch, and he's got a piece. The best piece is probably on the end, not even the watch. The, but, the uh, what do they call but, it? Fob. That's a fob, yeah. yeah. So I wish you, I wish you were on TV right now because we could show people how. About the way you're dressed, we're right. better. Like I'm looking good today. Your yeah. <laughs> checks are different than mine by a little bit. So, but the kids in the Golden Seven, they're going to be over at Christmas, and they're going to say, "We know, Dad, and you don't know." And you're going to say, "No, I listen to Paul on 7:40 a.m. and on Sunday, next Sunday, on that's Boxing Day, you'll be listening again." Because I'm going to give away. My new show starts next uh, Sunday, same time as yours, on a different station. I'll I'll give all the details out later. We have two. The only reason I came here is not because I like you. It's your lovely wife. Okay. Who I have a beautiful conversation with. She makes me a beautiful lunch. I know. (laughs) Now you're making me feel bad. So we're also going to be talking about um, the uh, comic book for $2.6 million. I bought it. That was me. I, I believe it. So our numbers here are 416. We will let you Come call. on, we need callers. We, have yeah. no, we only got Rick on the line. Yeah, let's I get know. a couple callers. I want to talk to these old people who used to yell at me for being mean to you. Maybe they'll okay. call in. 416-360-0740. Okay. You can also text us if you want. And uh, as long as you get it in in a timely manner, we'll talk about it on the show. 416-580-9256. If you're calling from out of town, toll free. One eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Okay, Rick, how you doing? What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Sounding great as usual. Uh, hey, Glenn, uh, how's it going? Well, well, we're alive. I had COVID since I was last on, and uh, anyways, I've got my three shots now. I've had COVID. What else can happen to me? Well, Maybe there you go. You're stronger than ever now. Uh, yeah. So the thing that's on everyone's mind other than COVID these days uh, is what exactly is real est- the real estate market doing? And I have to tell you, uh, we've never seen prices like this before. So I'm urging people, and I- I'm pleading with people, that if they're thinking about selling their home, now is the best time. Inventory is so low, it's going to guarantee that you get the most money that you're probably ever going to see for your house. Because, you know, people are thinking, oh, let's wait till spring problem with that is that if more inventory starts to come out, guess what? Prices will start to balance out. So now is the perfect time. Uh, Paul, there's a few properties that we have coming up. As you know, we have one in Milton coming up. We have one in Ajax. We have one in Dunville coming up. Uh, but I want to talk about this one that we have coming up in the next week or so. And that's uh, in Toronto. And it's next. You know, we always talk about location. You can location, say location. Tobacco. You know that. Etobicoke yes, is real this is true. It is Etobicoke, okay. which makes it even nicer. Some people don't know where Etobicoke is, non-Toronto people. Well, okay. you know what? This is a, a, an address where you can brag about. This is Eglinton and Royal York. It doesn't get better than that. 
And what makes this property that much better is that it's affordable. That means a first-time buyer can get into a hot neighborhood like this for under a million bucks. That's what we're going to be asking for this property, Paul. Now, we, we, we will be holding back offers because we want as many people to see it as possible. But I'm just going to describe it really briefly. So it, it sits on a spectacular 150-foot deep lot. It's a semi, but it's a three-bedroom, hardwood floors, a modern kitchen with a granite countertop. There's pot lights. Um, you know, it's a really lovely, lovely home, Paul. You've seen it. You've been there getting this house ready for sale. Uh, and you know what? We're getting calls on it. So I'm urging people. They have to make that call. They have to call as soon as they can because it's not going to last. It is located near a uh, shopping district. Uh, you can walk to a grocery store if you had to. It's near a school uh, that you went to, Paul. Uh, you can hop in your car in a few minutes. You're at the uh, Bloor West Village, all the shopping there. Uh, hop on a, a bus that takes you straight to a subway. It is the key place to buy. So if you're a first-time buyer, uh, if you're a, a home uh, renovator or investor, or in our case, Paul, we, we deal with a lot of downsizers. downsizers. So if, if you're selling your more, your larger $2 million home and you want to put a million dollars in the bank and still buy in a beautiful neighborhood and buy a beautiful home, this is the one. Um, I'm going to give out my phone number, Paul, because I think people need need to call me directly on this one, or they can call you as well. Okay. Uh, we have been getting calls, so give out your cell phone number, but my, I can be reached anytime, day or night, 416-258-3972. We also help with financing, so if people had a tough year, um, maybe they can't get a mortgage or think they can't get a mortgage, um, you know, maybe their credit's a bit bruised, maybe they lost their job, whatever, we can help them get into this particular house there's no reason this is a happy show this is a show where we're 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 pissing no we're anticipating the the goodness in people and the goodness of life and we're lucky to be alive you were yelling at me two minutes before the show started that was just me okay rick so this is going we're going to have this place up this week is this is going to go on sale during christmas or yes. when? This is a great yes, yes, present. yes. O- over the holidays, uh, and you know uh, that's okay. It's actually a great time to buy. People sometimes they're off work, so it gives them the time to to, to you know drive around and look at properties. Uh, but I'm available anytime. So you know, if people need to call me on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I'm available, uh, and you know we're here to help people, like you say, Paul. So uh, I'm always answering the phone. They can call anytime, and I know you're there for them as well, Paul. You've been doing a great job on this place, uh, and people need to know that it, it, we, we come as a package deal. We, we show up, and we get the job done. We get that house sale ready. We help them move their stuff, and then after we sell the house, we get it ready for the next uh, person who's going to move into it, and then we'll, we're going to move the person, whoever sold the house, to their new location, possibly another house or a condo. No, we do everything. A lot of people don't realize People have to do you do this. I say, what part of everything do you not understand? We do yeah. the whole thing. That should be on your card. What, what part card of everything don't you understand? Now I can't even read it. He can't even find his cards. I know it's somewhere. <laughs> but thank you, Rick. And like my pleasure. You have a great Christmas, Rick. You, you too. Merry Christmas, Christmas to you guys and, and all the listeners. Next Sunday. Yeah. And uh, but people can call me during the week if they want to know about this house. It's six four seven. Two nine eight eight nine eight nine. I know, like we say, 
get a piece of paper, get a pen, make sure they both work. I know Bogart's not working, so but make sure your pen and paper do work, and we'll see what we can do here, okay? Absolutely. And if you're going to call in, I want people to call in. We're going to call in, show. People aren't calling in today, except for you, Rick. But our well, call-in you know, numbers, busy, in case you, you want to know your, about their, that long their, list. Are the trees ready, getting lights uh, on their house and that sort of thing? Uh, okay, I'm sure well, they're listening, though. They're always listening. You have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, or Paul will. Right. Thanks, Have a great week. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Thanks. So, when did you stop getting callers? Like, when I left the show? No, we can't call. You don't get too many. I've been we, listening. Yeah, we don't have one right now. But it was four no, months. nobody calls this show anymore. Yes, is it even do. on the air? They might be. Maybe we're not even on the air. Yes, we, of this. No people, cause we need a radio. we got to get a radio and see. You can't do that because we'd be reverbing around. No, only if we're on the radio. Or on the, yeah, if we're on the radio. If we're not on the radio, there'll be no reverb. During the week, I got, got called to speak about my story about F.W. Woolworths. And These are how, people who had nothing to do, obviously. No, no. The F.W. Woolworths are the people who brought... Christmas ornaments over to North America. A lot of people think that Christmas ornaments were a North American yes. thing, but it wasn't. It was a little town in Germany they were made. Little guys were blowing up glass, little ornaments, and F.W. Woolworths went over there on a buying trip for toys because it was in Germany and German toys, and they brought them over here. They found these little ornaments and started bringing them over. In fact, one year in 1890, they did about $25 million. And then other companies started seeing the money that Woolworths was doing, which was a five-and-dime, not very expensive, five-and-dime shot, and they brought them over here. And so, and with the advent of electricity, um, ornaments were not just for the very, very rich. Okay? What's that got to do with the advent of electricity? No, with the advent of electricity in 1890s, 1900, people started having Christmas trees and having them up there and having the lights on and the ornaments. And, and a lot of people think that it was a uh, a thing started in North America. It was originated in Europe and was brought over here. You know what the first Christmas tree was? Okay. Out here? Okay. No, no. 500 years before BC. It wasn't called a Christmas tree because they didn't know about Christmas then. But that's when it's... Pine like, trees go back millions of years. I know, but it's, what I'm saying is it's a it's how some uh, events... No evolve. wonder we don't get any callers. No, but we should go to... Uh, you've got... Uh, announcements here. Don't no, I will. Talking. As soon as I get back, I'm going to talk about a phone call. I when do I get the top? In a minute. It's maybe five minutes. We'll be back right after 416-360-0740. Please call. Please call. 1-866-740-4740. Even just a happy story. I want to know happy stuff about Christmas. We will be so right I back. So I to change my whole script then. Only happy? Yeah, only happy. All right. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is... 
Would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. It's easy to argue that when it comes to Christmas, one of the best things above the lights, the presents, maybe even the food, is the music. Whether it's the all-time best-selling single, White Christmas, or the more kitschy rockin' around the Christmas tree, Christmas songs help ring in the holiday season, sometimes far earlier than necessary, and keep us filled with merriment and joy as we plan, shop, wrap, cook, and eventually celebrate. But a curious fact is that many, in fact most, of the iconic Christmas songs we know and love were written by Jewish songwriters. Hi, I'm Dean Holland, host of Radio Limelight and Big Band Sunday Night here on Zoomer Radio, inviting you to join me this Sunday as we discover how and why so many of our favorite Christmas songs were written by Jewish composers. I'll be joined by Toronto pianist and music educator Jordan Clapman for the stories behind songs like I'll Be Home for Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, White Christmas, and many more of our holiday faves. And of course, we'll enjoy the timeless renditions of the songs themselves. It's How Jewish Songwriters Wrote Christmas, a special broadcast this coming Sunday night at 7 p.m. right here on Zoomer Radio, the original greatest hits. Okay. What are you selling out? You're taking how much money did you get for that ad? No. Yeah. I want half. Wait a minute. Just for today. No, no, but I'm also... No, no, everything we do at uh, AM 740, I'm in favor of. It's a good radio station. I listen to Gene Stevens. I listen to Robbie all the time. Robbie has great stories about rock and roll. And uh, Gene Stevens, I, I mean, his, uh, his world, I just, I, I like it. Let's go to Bruno in Toronto. We actually have a caller here. Okay, but I was going he's to my got, story. No, okay. no, we'll go to your stories after. This is important because he's got old Mad Magazine, okay. which we've both dealt in. How old is old to you, man, um, Bruno? Uh, late 50s, early 60s. Ooh, these are good. Now, I'm going to go in a little bit of a story here and why Mad Magazine is mad. Now, do you have them in the comic book size or the magazine size? Uh, comic book size. Oh, that's better. Okay, no, comic books are smaller. What happened in the beginning when Mad Magazine was put out by Entertainment Comics, DC Comics, who uh, did a lot of other stuff? And what there was is um, they did a lot of horror stuff. Now, in the 1950s, it was a big revolt against comic books. Mothers were told to burn them. They were told thought to be too violent. There was Senate hearings on them, and there ended up coming out what was called the Comic Code. If you bought a comic in the 1960s, even a Superman, 
you would notice in the top uh, right-hand corner, there was always approved comic code. Now, this, what does that have got to do with Mad, you're going to ask, right? So yep. what happened was Mad Magazine was uh, comic size. They changed to magazines after 24 issues, so they did not have to adhere to the comic code. So what year did they start? Uh, they started in 54. And they were run a monthly? Yeah. So they only ran comic size for two years then? Yeah, that was it. And Then what, the rest were 8.5 by 11. So you say yours are smaller than 8.5 by 11? Uh, maybe not. I don't have them in front of me. Uh, they're at my okay. mother's. Unless you have like 50, mid 50s, they're going to yeah. be the bigger size, which are still good, the early ones. It goes yeah. based on the number, right? Like, and, and interesting issues and topics yeah. and stuff. Mainly the covers. Yeah. Alfred E. Newman, like the first Newman cover. And H. And H. But the first command that can be worth up to 10 grand, um, wow. number one. And all the comic book sizes are a little bit harder to get and go for good money. But even the magazine sizes will go uh, for the first 100 issues up to $100 each. And even, like, the similar magazines, Cracked and stuff. No, Cracked, that's nineteen seventy. Yeah, but people still seem to collect those. They don't go for the same money. A collector who's buying something off me for $500 is a collector. A guy who's buying something for $5, like a Cracked magazine, is a, he might as well be an easy user. I want the collector's. Because if I, I make more money on a $500 magazine than a $5 magazine. And the Mad Magazines, and Cracked was a, I, you know something, even as a kid, I thought Mad was so much better than Cracked. It had great artists. Mad great also stories. has trading cards. Yeah, they had trading cards, but they're big singers. Um, we sold a Canadian edition of an EC comic uh, for $2,500, and it was in terrible condition. Any of the Canadian editions of the Mad or any of the Canadian editions of the EC Comics are worth a lot more money. Okay? Uh, does this help you at all? Do you have yeah, your numbers does. in front yep, of you? Yep. I'll have to uh, dig, dig them out and, and maybe uh, catalog them. And, and uh... No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I'm going to help you here. I had a lady one day who did 60 hours of cataloging, maybe 50, of records. The total amount of records was worth $30. So she threw away 60 hours of cataloging. I, that's why I like to see stuff first. I like to get into a house first. I like to uh, uh, see collections before people have done their damage. Those two things happen here. One, if you're not an expert on handling them, one little tear can make a $500 book a $5 book. Number two is if the collection is only worth $30, you don't want to spend 60 hours doing it. If I see it, I can advise you. You can send me pictures. You don't even have to come in and see me. Just send me a picture, okay? okay? And I can tell you it's worth doing the work. If I have the time period, then I'll say, here, do this for me. Because I'm not going to give you any more money if you've got a list. Okay. I can, I'll can. i see more in 10 <laughs> Yeah, but seconds. if he has them in front of him, just to write down the numbers isn't a big deal. Right? No, but here's the problem. Okay. And I give his advice. More damage is done in the first 10 minutes if someone discovers their box of cards or discovers their box of comics than happened in the last 30 years while they sat on the top shelf in a closet. Okay? Right. You well, Bruno, you have to be careful. Yeah. I don't understand much what you say, but <laughs> anyway. You thanks can... for the call, Bruno, and uh, okay. get back to us if you okay. uh, want more information. Our number here is is uh, 416 3600740 1-866-740-4740. Okay, we've got a text. Come in. I want you to look at this text while I'm talking about cheese boutique. 
You're my John. Yeah, yeah, because they're my guys. You stole them off me. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, my neighbor, Cheese Boutique. They're at 45 Ripley Avenue. This has been store? there for 51 years. We're at 26 Ripley Avenue. We've been there for 25 years. Anyways, we're long-term tenants. Um, they're open. They're following all COVID protocols. Just to tell you the other things. I mean, they've opened up so many things now with the bake shop, and they sell other, like, food prep items and uh of course, they have all the cheeses and uh, condiments and everything else. But my guys, they go there for lunch every day. They go get their beautiful sandwiches. They go there to get coffee in the morning. They got a great coffee. So my guys go to YouTube and get their coffee. And uh, they're doing amazing. The place is busy all the time, Monday to Sunday, 9 to 6. Obviously, they'll have Christmas hours next weekend. But... Um, and the Food Network Canada show has been picked up for some more episodes, so you'll be seeing that uh, next year. But they, they've got just about everything you need, and no one's disappointed when they go there. It's 11,000 square feet plus the ancillary places that they've opened up, and they also have a food truck out there, too, where you can get sandwiches. You no, know, so, they donate that to different people. No, it's often they, on the street, though, selling. No, we but it's it. them giving back. It can back. be used if, someone, if they arrange it with someone, yes. They but, give back to the community. But it is actually on Ripley most of the time. That's yeah. where you see the, and you go up and guys buy sandwiches there and stuff as well, right? So anyways, they, it's great place. The, the um, they, they basically monopolized the fine dining restaurants in Toronto because any good cheese that comes into the city goes through them. Nobody gets the top cheeses otherwise. Cheese Unless well? you're some really rich person that knows the guy in Switzerland making it, but Otherwise, they've already locked it up. They're like the LCBO, locks up all the, the liquors that come into the province. So these guys are the cheese kings. So what we're doing is not really advertising. We're a public announcement. That's we're, it. We're, we're They're helping. the best. They've been there for years. Everyone loves them, loves the staff, great quality. And you can't go wrong going to the Cheese Boutique. And they're just a, a few doors down from me. I'm across the street at 26, and they're at 45 Ripley. So don't forget Cheese Boutique. It'll be great to pick up some stuff. Did you Christmas. get their phone number? 416-762-6292. You can also look on their site, but you don't order on the site, cheeseboutique.com. But just call the number or go see them. And uh, you'll free delivery. You know that, eh? Okay. Do you know they have free delivery? Yes. And we finished that commercial now. Um, so I showed you these wonder books. This lady wants oh, to know. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. And, and there's pictures. Uh, we've got a text, and we're just looking at it now. They're, they're books from 1914. I don't think they're worth a lot of money. I've had similar books. I don't know if I've had no. those same books, but typically there's not a lot of value there. No, on these cases here, this is what designers want. They either want leather bound or a series like this to put on the shelf. Put on shelf. But yeah. they're more concerned. What's the value? I'm thinking like 10 by bucks the, a book. No, by the foot. It's so like it, $20 it, a foot. So they're not, well, it's not. Yeah, it but is. whatever. It's, you, there's not a lot of value, unfortunately. Who's the antique there. expert here? Antiquities? I know a lot more about some antiquities than you. You might know about antique furniture and antique china, which I have no interest and in. And antique gold and antique no, uh, I know a lot and I know all I know a lot of antiques. But you know all the areas that aren't in demand. I just know the high demand areas. Sports, rock and roll, political history, royalty. Ephemera. We specialize in all this. Just picked up some nice Queen Elizabeth stuff. The rock and roll stuff we bought this week is killer. Actually, we had a lady come in who um, had backstage passes for all the shows, and she was big into the punk and new wave scene, and I got a lot of stuff there. One of the interesting tickets she gave me was a band called Joy Division. 
they were a top new wave band in the time, 1980, and they were to play The Edge, and mm-hmm. the guy committed suicide one week before the show, so she, she didn't cash in her tickets, still have it. Those are called phantom tickets when yeah. the event doesn't happen. There's tons of Elvis tickets out there. Yeah. There's Led Zeppelin, both when Bonham died and when Plant Sun died. There's even like in the sports area where Blue Jays print the World Series tickets and get the World Series. Phantoms are still collectible, but they're not worth as much yeah. as events that happen. Yeah. I've got fans back to the 1960s in the World Series. Yeah. Because then they had to print up for all the guys who might make it. Right. Well, they still do that. And they could, well, now it's electronic, but they did that right through. And it, it, you can get them back from the 30s and 40s, even these phantom tickets, because they couldn't print. There was so, in baseball, there's so little time between, yeah. you know, the season ending and the World Series starting, which then there was no playoffs. You went right into the World Series. They had to print ahead. Now, they're supposed to destroy him, but there's always some guy on the loading dock there that puts a few yeah. in his pocket. So even though there's supposed to be none out there, there's always a few that leak out. Yeah. And then there's people who don't apply for a refund, which is unusual. I'd always say, don't hold on to it, a phantom. If you can get a refund, take the money that's on the ticket. Take the cash, especially now. What are they, like $500? I don't want a piece of paper. Except there are no hard tickets anymore. And that's yeah. made tickets go up. No, it's done. Very rare. Maybe Super Bowl will do it. I don't know, because they always make a very fancy ticket. But as a result, tickets are the hottest collectible in the market. Like, I, I was on Heritage last night. All kinds of tickets going, 30000 40000 These aren't even old tickets. Well, what was the Mickey Mantle ticket sold for 141000 Yeah, U.S. Plus. U.S. Plus so it's about, yeah, 22, two and a quarter Canadian. But even tickets like, uh, you know, when Bra- uh, Tom Brady just got his... Uh, was a 600 touchdown pass. I mean, those tickets all go for a fortune, but very few people have them now. When Steph Curry, just two nights ago, or three nights ago, he didn't play last night in Toronto, so nobody cared about the game, but at least Raptors won. He got the set the record all time for three-point shots. Okay. And we saw a guy who actually was able to go to the box office and somehow, I guess he said he didn't have a smartphone or something, he got a ticket stub, it's up on eBay for $1,500. Really? So he paid $200 to go to the game, watch the game, and he's going to get 1500 and he's got a friend with him, he'll get 3000 one for each. So, but there's no tickets, and people want these. Tickets are highly, highly collectible. So if in the bottom of a drawer, this is where we find some Everyone has stuff. tickets somewhere. Yeah. They came home. Their dad's <laughs> drawer or a cigar box or shoe box or something. Almost everyone said, oh, I had a shoe box in my closet full of these. We want them. We Sell want them right them. now because everything goes in cycles. We saw cards peak. I think a lot of other memorabilia is peak. Photos are still going up. Autographs are sort of holding their own. But definitely ticket stubs are still going up in value. Yeah, no. Just all you have to do is tell people, like, if, if you're going to take it away, like when they took away the penny, when they took away the $1, the right. $1 bill, the $2 bill. I don't know how many people come in with 200 $1 bills right. for when the loonies started. And they say, are these valuable? So they're, about, they're worth at least $1. five. You know, if they're in perfect shape or sequential, we can do more. But remember last year. I know we got more stuff we want to talk about. But last year, remember there was everyone was worried about $1,000 bills not right. being worth any money. Well, because some of the press yeah. put out false information. Yeah. Right. When you want the real information, come to Paul. Well, they said December 31, you get them in or you lose it, right? Yeah. And then you found out that, no, that's No, no. You, just, it, uh, okay. you can't take it to a bank. But you can still get covered at the moment. Or you can't go and buy a coffee with a thousand dollar bill. That's what they're telling you. Is that how much coffee costs now? No, it's the way it's going, we're talking about it. But I want right now I want to talk about buyers of sterling a bit. 
so I should be quiet. No, you can say whatever you want. Don't disregard whatever you're saying. Do you have to go to your messages? Um, I'm going to, maybe I'll go. I will go to that. No, I'm going to do my other story about the call. And then we'll go to messages. Okay. So this week, everyone gets an annoying call around 6 o'clock when you're at dinner, right? You know when someone cold calls you. So I got one this week. And it it happened to be earlier in the day. I'm talking about that exact service. The guy says, blah, 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 blah. Normally, I hang up right away. This one, I actually wanted to talk to the guy. I told him, yes, come and see me tomorrow. He says, but we have a special. And I said, no, no, just come and see me tomorrow at at my shop. And it's a service I actually wanted. But I have this special. I says, I'm not really interested in special. I want you to come to my shop tomorrow. You ought to, after, you ought to stop talking. I actually said that to him. No, 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 he says. Here, I'm going to give you my supervisor. I say to him, that's a bad idea. Only bad things can happen if you give me to your supervisor, okay? He says to me, no, no, we have a special and you got to... I said yes already. He says, no, but you got to talk to my supervisor. I talk to the supervisor who starts talking to me about this special. And I says, no, just come and see me. You ought to be copying down my address right now. And give my phone number, which you already have because you called me, and just show up tomorrow. He says, but we have this special. And I'm thinking to myself, I have to actually say, you know, I had a guy who once taught me, told me a long time ago, and he was a very smart man. In your case, you should listen to him. He says, after you've asked a question, does the customer want something, and they say yes, stop talking. And I said, he started, but I have this special. You're continuing to talk. I don't want to talk to you. You seem to be like the dumbest salesman in the world. Well, we break the heart of these people because they phone us to clean your ducks. Oh. I get these calls constantly. And then I, I say, I go, well, no, I have one of the new homes, they're ductless now. He goes, what? I go, yeah. All the ducks will be gone in like five years. They're making all the homes ductless. So some but guy I... in a bar off country is very sad when I say that to him. He figures he's only got a year left in his job. But I said, yes. I actually wanted the guy to come into my place tomorrow and the next day. And he just said, no, he was so stuck on his script. I said, no, okay, give the phone number. And right after the number. Now you're starting to yell at me like I've been here a long time. No, no, I'm talking. 416-360-0740. Am I like an intern right now? No, we're smarter. One, 1-866-740-4740. We're on ZoomerRadio.ca, 740 AM, 96.7 FM. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. The countdown is on to the grand opening of one of the largest consignment stores in Canada. 
Almost 13,000 square feet of space to auction, consign, and sell. Paul Kenny now has the room to carry and display a wide variety of items that you won't find anywhere else. Selling your home? Is it filled with stuff? Stuff you don't want? Paul will take care of everything. Call him at 647-298-8989. And check out his brand new, one-of-a-kind specialty store at 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4 in North York. Consignment Heroes, a division of Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins. We're back. We're back. And we've got an open board here. Give us a call, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Go ahead. Okay. So we're open. We're going to be open. Not a grand opening, but we're open tomorrow because you know, people get yeah, free stuff for people, like chocolates no, for not, Christmas that's, that's or coffee or... Uh... I got free roll. Don't look. Oh, you're giving those away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to keep them. I already know everything in those books. On um, So if I turn to a page here and ask you a question, you'll know the answer. Yeah, I'll tell you no, what you will not. <laughs> on, um, our store is open. We're open. We're going to allow eight people in at a time. That's the most we'll add in because we have 13,000 square feet. We are going to be very aware. How can you be only eight people with 13,000 square feet? I'm going to be extra safe. The, the Leafs have uh, 13,000 square feet, and they're letting 9,000 people in. Much smarter than the Leafs. How okay. can I tell well, you? Well, that's probably true. Yeah. So, but tomorrow we're going to have things, like I say, if you've got last-minute things you want, Raptors, sports stuff, we have music. the Leafs. Yeah, we have music. Tons of music stuff. We have all sorts of stuff there. Yeah, and unique. I've always found when I give gifts, like the stuff I sell, it steals the show because you've yeah. got some guy, you got really the key. I, I've sold a lot of corporate gifts where a guy says, well, he's a Green Bay fan or something. I get him something really cool, old Green Bay. Yeah. And I'll be at this corporate event and they're, you know, somebody gives him like his own golf cart. It's five or 6,000. All he cares about is the $200 piece. That was the Green Bay item. It's like, yeah. you steal the show with this stuff. <laughs> Because they're recapturing the guys want to love Maurice Richard. You give him, we have personal stuff with Maurice Richard. You give him something like that, he's like, wow, forget about this. Or, uh, you know, somebody bought me a new car. Who cares? I love the, the Maurice Richard item. You're talking about golf. Okay, I, we have a home that might be coming up that might be, it's overlooking a golf course. But I got a question for you. What is more relaxing than playing golf? Um, not playing golf. Watching people play golf. Oh. You're on your balcony. Today you can watch Tiger and his son. Really? They're, he's playing for the first time. It's a father-son tournament. He's sitting about 12th or 14th right now, but six under. He had a good day yesterday. You know, that's like why... His stuff is still huge, by the way. So Michael Jordan's stuff. And when I asked, and this is something that I've found out more recently since uh, I wasn't doing the show at the time, but the uh, I asked the guys, what's the most fraudulent autographs today? And we all know there's tons of Mickey Mantles, Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams, whatever different, not, not so much in hockey, Babe Ruth, obviously, but he said the most fraudulent autograph of all is Michael Jordan. 98% of the ones they get in for authentication are no good. Every person who's come to me with a Jordan, it's a phone. Oh. And next to that, Tiger Woods is next because those autographs are still worth $1,000 plus. So if you have them upper deck authenticated or something like that, you know you're safe, but otherwise they're almost always bad. Michael Jordan, six foot six. I'm going to go up to him. And he will not sign for anyone. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Done. Well, I'm not going to force them. I'm in, kind of intimidating. You go up to a guy, again, you go up to a jockey and you say, give me your autograph. He's going to say, Well, you're yes. going to beat up a jockey. I'm just We're going to have vertically challenged people boning us because of that. No, but a guy, you go up to a guy who's 6'6", and he says, I'm not signing. He ain't signing. I'm not going to twist his arm okay, and make him that's sign. That's good to know. So you don't get many wrestling autographs. I don't get many Michael Jordan autographs. They're all fraud. Okay, got it. So that's why you need. You have to have authentic on those particularly. Like if you have a twenty, thirty dollar autograph, who cares? It's yeah. probably good because first of all, the fraud guys don't do those yeah. because they want to make three thousand, not thirty, and it's not worth the money. Like I just uh, spent last week because we had JSA up. Finally got them up, and now we're in COVID again. I want yeah. to get them back in January. I spent over eleven thousand dollars U.S. getting just stuff authenticated, and there's still another six, seven hundred items to do. They never even got to. Well, that's why we're going to have an authentication at Five Saint Regis Crescent North. I should be mentioning this more because this is my show. Five Saint, yours is twenty six Ripley. Mine is Five Saint Regis Crescent North. We are going to have authentication. If you want to get your autograph, and there's all kinds of authentication. Yeah. You can do cards. There's yeah. autographs. Now they authenticate photos, comics, obviously. So. Uh, versus anything expensive, you should have paperwork or provenance with yeah. it. And that's also what Paul said over the last several years. Document your own family history associated with the item. Now, unfortunately, I and you've been involved with me on this, where my dad got this. We know it's good 100%. You get it. It's not good. It's not because good. a lot of times, the person standing outside the clubhouse, they just take it in, and Mickey Mantle's already half drunk, and it's like, here, you sign that. And that's what happens, right? So yeah. They call those non-malicious. They were just given out that way because, just like in returning mail, all the Hollywood stars use secretaries and stuff because no one ever thought this stuff would be sold. So it wasn't malicious. They just wanted to make their fans feel good about it. Yeah. So they give them an autograph, but none of those are good. So always, if you get something that's more 3D or bigger, it's likely that wasn't sent in the mail. So you have a much better chance yeah. than that because that's often done in person. Because when people send the mail, it's an index card, it's a photo, it's things like that. But not as many balls were sent to players. So you'll find a higher ratio of good Babe Ruth balls than you will on photos. I like it on the menu because generally the menu is, they're at a restaurant, the only thing yeah, that you get is the menu. Yeah. Here, give me that. No, it's just one way you're generally a little bit safer. There's a lot of tricks of knowing about whether some, something. Like that. I learn some with these guys every time. Like, yeah. I mean, well, they come in. And... Not send in. But we're going to be open this week. And like I say, don't bring in your furniture. If you need to get stuff. Furniture, you're probably looking February, right? Uh, no, middle of January. Middle of January. But if you need to get your autographs, you should give us that stuff early rather than late. Right. So we can put in the queue. If you're not going to sell it or if you are going to sell it. Like a lady had that uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono autograph. I'd like to get that authenticated. I'd like to buy it. I'd like to if buy somebody it. has something really high-end like that, I can get you a sort of preliminary authentication off a photo, if and it's sorry. a clear photo. But I can't be bugging these guys all the time. They'll only do so much for free for me. So yeah. I try and limit to bothering them with autographs that are worth 1000 2000 I don't do anything for free. Okay. But next week, also in our store. Do I? Yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, you're, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm doubling your salary as we talk. So I want mid-century money. I want people to come in our Christmas. I said Christmas decorations, Raptor stuff, and you have it and I have it. Pokemon, very hot because we have a card shop in the back of our shop. Cast iron base. Well, we've got Austin Pokemon. Matthews game used gloves, which has his literally puts a, a little design on every glove. We have those available, which were way below everyone else's prices. So if somebody wants to reach out to us. 
Okay. Uh, GloryDaysCollectibles.com or 416-580-9256. If you got an Austin Matthews fan, we have some unbelievable stuff. But they're going to think we're all sports. We're rock and roll. Yeah, the league. Tiffany. Explorers. Yeah. Mass murders. Whatever. Well, Military. I'm talking dishes. Because this week, my biggest sales were dishes. Again. Unfortunately. That's the dishes. No, no. It's easy to mail. And we sold off a set of rolls. Dishes are easy to mail. No, well, yeah, we you pack them. No, we pack them. I don't pack them. As someone does pack them. But we have... That's why your company used to be called what? Great Packing. Wasn't it? What was no, it? no, that wasn't me. Yeah. Six Stones and Bones. No, there was something else. Oh, oh yeah. I said Fantastic Packing. And eBay made me take that it off. That was your nickname. And we have Tiffany. We have Belique. We have Art, Art, Art. We have all sorts of You have of Tiffany. Stuff. What do you have, Tiffany? I have Tiffany right now in my store. I got Lamp? No, we have a bowl right now. We just came in yesterday. Okay. And we have a vase that we found to be counterfeit. Uh-oh. How'd you find that out? Because we're smart. Okay. But we actually do, before we sell it, we'll make sure it stays sold. Yeah. We, we're, we don't send risky stuff to our clients. When we sell it to them, it's already pre-authenticated. <laughs> it's pre-authenticated. Like, if I had, like, if people great now, this is this time of year, you're trying to raise money. So you got you think it's an Hermes purse or Chanel purse, and you bring it to some of these guys, and they offer you thousand dollars. You ain't got a lot. It's not a lot if it's a twenty thousand dollar purse, and you should be getting authenticated and know what you're selling. We tell people what it's worth, and any guy will not tell you what it's worth. Like in these gold shops, you should be running out of the shop. If I if they say I'll give you five hundred, okay, I like you because I like you maybe a thousand. And people worry about our margins, and you don't really have to because we have people come in, we tell them the value too. But I'll say, this is worth two thousand, but I can only give you a thousand because yeah. it's a slow seller, or they're all low value items. But if you sell me something worth two thousand, one item, I'll pay you fifteen, sixteen hundred because yeah. you can make the money. But like for us, and you're probably similar, it costs ten or fifteen dollars to sell every item. So when I sell fifteen dollar items, I get zero. Yeah, you're breaking even. So you need the higher end items. So we always pay a higher ratio. So the better the item to have, the more the money you get. Yeah. Well, no, even with, uh, like I said, on gold and silver, the same thing. We work on smaller margins. If a guy can't tell you what it's worth and they can't tell you what it weighs. He's a thief. He's, no, I can't say that on the air. You could say thieves, though. Because the thieves don't have a lobbying group to prevent the word or the use of thieves. Of thieves? Okay. But we can't name them as a thief. No, we can't say the person. That's a thief. No, but there are thieves out there. Yes. And if they give you a two prices, get out of there as fast as possible. Because you do not. And go to Honest Paul. Yeah. Because you don't know when they're going to be coming on. The guy asked me to raise that's the best you can do. He says, we always give our best price right away. And also, we're selling. Right now, I've got 14 100 ounce silver bars for some $3,300. Yeah, each. No, everyone's asking for silver. My neighbor sells them at. And don't buy this silver that's made in someone's basement. It doesn't say the Royal Canadian Mint or JM or Engelhardt or something like that. Who's making silver in their basement? Why well, they mine it? They rip up the floor and no. dig down below? No, actually there's a video of them pouring the bars. You don't know what could In be. a basement of a house? Uh, it was a business. Okay. My neighbor. I can say that because he actually had the video on TV. It was on uh, Google or something. YouTube. They were pouring the bars. And I said, you have to be out of your tree. Yeah, I don't want to my do neighbors that. doing that. No. The whole street will burn down. No, but not well. That's what we moved. Okay, so I also want you buying sterling, and we're running out of time again. I can't believe how fast the show goes. We well, you only get half a show when I'm here. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't get a chance to talk about 
cups of sauce and everybody yeah, that's bad. Nobody wanted to hear about that. No, that's good. Twenty five hundred dollars. We've heard all about the flour on the inside. We don't want to hear no more about sauce. But no, but sometimes at Christmas the kids are gonna come over and they might know about it. Your neighbor will come over and tell you about these cups and sauces for twenty five. You just said you don't have time talking about them, you just talked about them. Well, that was my way of sneaking it in. Okay. Okay. But also if you're buying silver, people are ignoring buying silver hollowware. Like the tea set. Silver what? Some don't have to sell tea sets. Like okay. Some of the silver sets. You said hollowware. That's what it's called. I've never heard of this. Hollowware. So what is that? Not cutlery. Oh. So like a, a piece. Yeah, a like piece. a sugar bowl, cream a, bowl. A jug. A yeah. Jug. Okay. So you should be buying some of your silver like this and actually enjoying it because, but not buying. But it. that may not be sterling. They have to look at Walmart. <coughs> no, they have to find out what's sterling. Number one. Number two is don't pay a lot over. If it's sterling, it. should they use it or not use it? Of course you can use it. You still use it? Yeah. It's no problem. But the thing is with sterling now is that you shouldn't be paying a lot of money. You go to these antique shows and they try and sell you $1,000 of sterling for 2000 No. You buy $1,000 of sterling for $1,100. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. So you want to do your gold? Well, you already did some of the gold. No, prices. but I got to do it again. Yeah. No, this right. is the most important part of the show. Yeah, look at all the stuff I didn't talk about. I didn't talk about us to say again. Documentary story. But gold and silver right now. And just when your kids come up and say they want to deal with your gold and silver, they're going to help you, don't let them help you because you know because I'm giving you the prices now. Write it down. Get that paper. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for you to come over, get your paper, get your pen, and copy down these prices because your kids are going to say, and you're going to say, do you know what gold and silver's worth? And they'll say, well, we don't know. And then you say, I do. And when it's going to help myself and you want to sell it. 10 karat gold, 2611. $26.11. Per gram. You know how big yes, a gram is? Per gram. It's small. Small. Like smaller than a dice. Type of thing. Yeah. Thirty-six fifty for 14 karat gold. Okay. I have a 14 karat gold watch here that Glenn bought, and it's worth about $1,600. Yeah, thank you. We bought for 2000 More. It's actually more. Um, 18 karat gold is $14 per gram. So if you have 10 grams. No, no, no. You said 14. It's 13. No. 14 is 36 cents. No, you said 14 karat gold. It's 4701, 18 karat. Yeah. You said $14. I'm not going to let you look at this anymore. I look up the transcript of this show because you screwed this up. 36.50 for 14 karat gold yeah. per gram. Okay. Now do this one right. For 18 karat gold is 4701. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're, you're all right. right. Okay. So if you have 100 grams, I'm going to give you $4,700. I'll be happy about it. Okay. How about and you have 10,000 grams? I'll still do it. There's no, there's no limit to how much I can buy. On um, silver right now, silver dollars are fifteen seventy five per dollar. Sixty six and prior, yeah. Canadian, and sixty seven percent fees. Little bit less. Yeah. We'll walk you through this. If you have your silver dollars, we'll walk you through. Sterling silver is seventy cents a gram. Now know this because if you're buying a plate, now that's what we pay. You'll end up paying out probably about a dollar a gram. How many grams in an ounce? Thirty-two point one five. Thirty-two one five. So okay. Yeah. So. So that's over twenty dollars an ounce that you're paying. Yeah. Yeah. But a hundred ounce bars were selling for thirty-three hundred. I have fourteen of them right now. I don't. I don't know how they'll last. It's saving you a hundred dollars. My neighbor's got them at a hundred dollars more. Uh, we're also what neighbor? buying. You don't have that neighbor anymore. I, my name. My ex neighbor. Okay. There. My ex neighbor. And we're buying silver plate. And I wish someone from Salvation Army would call me more about some of these places because I keep on guys who go in there, buy something for $3.99 and I pay out of a silver plate, I'm paying out $11. Okay. 
If it's sterling, I'm paying out three. So you're talking about donations they get? Yeah, they ought to be selling directly to us. They're trying to sell them to the public. They go to right. all the trouble. Especially price. collectibles, they even do work. Oh, yeah. And they're all going out there and pricing it wrong. And they also have uh, <coughs> costume jewelry that's really gold. Oh, that's almost so ridiculous that we ought to be going there. You can also... We're getting a warning. You can visit our here. store. Still got one minute left. Five St. Regis Crescent North Glen Store. Are we going to sing a carol to them? Twenty Six <laughs> Ripley Avenue, right across from Cheese Boutique. Then don't have to sing a song now. Okay. I am no Kenny can't sing. We already know this. I, have a long, I come from a long line of non-singers. Okay. okay. Yeah. I decided to be the nice pie, to people. I can't sing either. We're bad. <laughs> then we shouldn't do this. No karaoke. For no us. karaoke for us. We went to karaoke. Everyone barred out a karaoke place. So go home. What do you mean? We used to have at my bar, we used to run karaoke on Tuesday nights. It's amazing how many talented people there are in the city. People can I really sing, but I couldn't. We can't. So, 5 St. Regis Crescent North will partially open tomorrow. Eight prices. You need some last-minute gifts. You need sports memorabilia to rock and roll. items that will blow people's socks off. You can call me and I'll buy it off, Glenn, and pay, make you pay more. 647-298-8989. Merry Christmas. Wear a mask. All the best. Women, get a vaccine. Get a vaccine. Get your booster. Thank you for letting us in your home. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.